Hey there, Everyday Eagles. Do you love talking all things baseball and or softball? Are you at Pete Taylor Park religiously? Do you cheer on the Lady Eagles every week? We're looking for Everyday Southern Miss Golden Eagle fans just like you to be guests on our weekly show to talk all things baseball and softball this season. There's no radio or podcast experience required. However, Bleeding Black and Gold is an absolute must. If you are interested in being a guest on one of our upcoming shows, feel free to send us a private message on Facebook and Instagram at Everyday Eagles Podcast or send us a direct message on Twitter at Everyday underscore Eagles. You can also email us at Everyday Eagles Podcast at gmail.com. Links to all of our social media can be found in this week's episode's show notes and description. Now, enjoy the show. The following episode was recorded on Thursday, February 23rd, 2023. Let me tell you something. Every Saturday, I'm keeping up with Florida's score, and I'll tell you this much right oh, now. God. He's petty, I am petty, the most petty. petty person you will find. <laughs> I heard and about right that. Now, that was crazy. Florida's Saturday starter has a worse ERA than every one of our starting pitchers. So... I will be keeping I will be keeping that running stat go. all season. I'm hoping it stays the same and I'm hoping you guys <laughs> score 100 runs when y'all play them on Saturday. Whenever whatever Saturday y'all <laughs> play them, I hope you score 100 on them. So, there you go. I'm not I'm yeah. not holding a grudge or anything, but you know. No. No, no. No, not at all. No. Of course not. What's a grudge? What is a grudge? It's a movie <laughs> with a a girl in it. A grudge. Yeah. yeah. Horror film, right? <laughs> Are you looking for the spot to kick back, relax, and talk all things Southern Miss? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Everyday Eagles podcast, the podcast for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Everyday Eagles podcast. We are excited to talk some Southern Miss baseball with y'all tonight. But before we kick it off, I got to make sure my co-host is still awake because it's late. Uh, Lane, are you there, man? I'm here, Chuck. I'm still awake. What's up? How's your week been? It's been good, man. The Golden Eagles bats came alive on Tuesday. That made for a good week. And then uh, the Lady Eagles won a big home game on Wednesday. They did. So beat number one, Troy. That was fun, man. I that was, was a at, lot of fun. I was at both of those games and really enjoyed it. And uh, Yeah, it's been a good week. That's awesome. Um, y'all, spring break's around the corner for y'all, isn't it? Yeah, we got uh, we got two weeks, and then we're off for spring break. So we're we're getting there, getting there. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, before we kick off um, and bring on our guests, I need to acknowledge our sponsor tonight, Lane. <laughs> Did you know we have we have our very first sponsor? I, I can't tell if you're serious or not, but yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and acknowledge This episode it. of the Everyday Eagle Podcast is brought to you by 
another Mississippi State podcast. Uh, so we want to thank those guys for sponsoring our episode tonight. There you go. But, uh, no, no, let's bring in the Brown Brothers, Caleb and Cade. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Big money coming in. Big money. What's Big up, money. guys? Good to have you all on. Yep. SEC. It's, uh, it's already started. It's already I feel started. like I need a sign to hold up saying, like, this was Chuck's idea to contact Chuck. <laughs> Chuck at Everyday Eagle, you know, yeah, one right, of those yeah. things. Like uh, Al did to Tim on uh, Tool Time on Home Improvement. <laughs> you know, I feel like I need one of those uh, <laughs> listeners. This is who you contact <laughs> for complaints. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It'll be a fun well, night. Well, the reason I brought the guys on is because we play Mississippi State on Tuesday. So I figured we could get some insights from from some actual true fans. So, you know, I've always you and I, Lane, we, we have always shared this thought that there are fans that are true. Mississippi State fans or true Alabama <laughs> fans or true LSU fans that grew up with that. But then there are some that, oh, they won a national championship. Yeah, I'll root for them. Or are they won the, you know. But Caleb and Cade both have been Mississippi State fans for a while. I know their dad and, and stepmom, they're, they're real big into Mississippi State. So I thought we'd have some true fans on, get some some perspective from the fellas up north. So that's what that was my. These idea. shows are always fun too. Like mm-hmm. we we brought in who was it? Louisiana. We brought them in one time. We brought in Troy. Mm-hmm. So it's the Troy always, boys. It's yeah. always fun to get to know people from other teams, especially when you're about to play them. So absolutely. Well, uh, hey Caleb, Cade, whoever wants to take this, tell us first. Tell us, you know, the name of your podcast, how you got the name, and why y'all decided to do the podcast. Yeah, so like you, as you mentioned, uh, first, thanks for having us on, but uh, this is going to be fun. But yeah, we uh podcast is called Another Mississippi State Podcast. Kind of came up with that name as kind of a joke. You know, there's, there's a lot of Mississippi State podcasts you can listen to. And I wanted to come up with a podcast that's led by fans, similar to what you guys are doing, and not necessarily members of the media, because that's kind of what all of the ones that I listen to about Mississippi State sports, it's all people who... They go to every game because they, and they sit behind you know media row and they're they're they they tend to tiptoe around the the issues that the fans see and I felt like you know me and my brother we talk about Mississippi State all the time with everybody even our parents like you mentioned uh, our, our dad and stepmom and they kind of get tired of us talking about it to them so we decided to find an outlet for our, ourselves yeah really just um, you know we talk about this all the time it's, it's Oh, whenever we see each other, we're talking Mississippi State sports. So, you know, why not get on there and and share it with the people and, you know, just to expound on the the fans being fans kind of a thing. You know, we posted our show on a, a Mississippi State message board and one of the fans had something to say about something that I had to say that was negative about one of the players. So, I mean, you know, we don't hold back on our shows. We kind of cut loose and, you know, if I see something, I'm going to say it. So what's your uh what's your background with Mississippi State? I'm assuming did y'all go to school there, grow up fans. How how'd y'all become hooked on Mississippi State? Our dad uh played football at Mississippi State from eighty one to eighty five. So that's why we grew up state fans. I ended up going to school there. Cade didn't. He went to uh USM. Ooh. 
Hey, I knew I liked Cade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's basically how we grew up state fans because our dad played there. So it was every Saturday the games were on. Uh, went to a lot of games growing up. I remember my first game was, I was probably 10 years old. It was an Egg Bowl in 1997. Mississippi State lost to Ole Miss on a two-point conversion at the end of the game. Deuce McAllister scored, and it was just, it's been all downhill since, I guess, until 2021 when we did win that national championship. But other than that, like, you know, just grew up being a state fan, really. Fell in love with it even more once I finally got to go to school there. It was fun being a student, you know, getting in the student section, getting rowdy. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, he's really uh, underselling old Papa Bear there, too. You know, it, <laughs> I mean, he was all SEC, all American. So, Some publications. Um, we, we don't know. Which <laughs> yeah, they had several back then in, in 85. But, Written uh, on a tablet, right? On a stone yeah, tablet? Some, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Hi- highly touted fella. Now, yeah. I believe it. I believe it. Hey, he's a, he's a <laughs> What position tall, did he play? Man. Yeah. He was, a, he was a pulling guard. They played the, they ran the wishbone back there then. There you go. Yeah, old, John Bond played with John Bond, uh, Johnny Cooks. I think yep. Cooks went like two overall. He he played with some ball players up there. That's awesome, yeah. man. That's cool. Now, Caleb, tell us what you do, and you know, tell us a little about your family, and and then Cade, you can go next, man. All right. So uh, I graduated Mississippi State in 2012, so almost ten years, pretty much ten years ago. I'm a chemical engineer by trade, uh, podcaster by night. We, uh, <laughs> I work for a chemical company here in, Mo- in the Mobile area. Been there for a little over a year now. Moved to Mobile about six years ago to work at a different chemical company. But got three kids, beautiful wife. Kids are seven, five, and, and one. So we've got our hands full. Uh, you know, their wife's kind of supportive about the podcast stuff. She's getting a little annoyed with how much time it takes sometimes and mm, getting up and leaving her to try to get the youngest one to sleep. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. You're on, you're, you're off to a good start with a beautiful wife. Thing. Yeah, you are. You earned some brownie points. Yeah. yeah. It kind of tailed off there at the end. Yeah. So I'm a, um, I'm an accountant, you know, graduated from USM in 2018. I was married with a little girl at that point. So, really wasn't an option to get up to Starkville and and go to school there so I went to USM uh for accounting and you know moved over here to Mobile I guess what August Caleb uh, I think it was like late yeah late July early late August late July early yeah. August yeah so I've been here in Mobile about 6 months so I'm enjoying it two young kids we got a another uh little son he's he'll turn 2 actually tomorrow nice happy, happy birthday so, you know, I really just love to golf. Uh, we go deer hunting from time to time. Um, yeah, I'll be sighting in a new rifle this weekend. There you go. I'm pretty excited. Yep. Uh, Mississippi State sports all the way, man. I, we got the girls game pulled up right now. Nice. Dominating a, a big-time game against Arkansas. Coming in, Arkansas was uh, first four out, and we were the last four in. So. Oh, wow. Should be a good win for us. We got a good friend, Pauline Love, who's a coach for Arkansas. She's been on our show. She played a basketball at Southern. So that's a that's a good team for sure. Uh, now, Cade, you're married to Lindsay, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. stepsister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but uh, the she <laughs> like like her Facebook makes me exhausted. Man, that girl is always doing something. Like, does she make you work out with her? Does she? I mean. 
God. No. I'm, she's I mean, always man, moving, which is they awesome. used to, and then she, they I, moved here, and now she makes my wife work out with her all the there time. There you go. Yeah. I, I used to, man, and then I, I... So I took about six months off from work, uh, kind of getting ready for the move to come to Mobile, and had some money put back, and I kind of got into it for, I guess, about six, seven months. I like working out, but yeah. then once I went back to work, it just became too much. Right. But yeah, she's... uh. She's trying to push it, man. She's trying she to get, trying to get it out there and um, hopefully get some people to to sign up with what she's got going well, on. Well, give so. give her give her a plug, man. Go ahead, give her a plug. Yeah, if y'all want to check her out, uh, LB Fitness, check her out on Facebook. She's um she's doing good. She's serviced over probably a thousand uh, clients. So she's far. rocking and rolling, yeah. Yeah, so she's um she's doing her thing. I'm really proud of her. She's she's awesome. That's awesome. Well, guys, we're excited to have y'all on. We're we're pumped to talk some baseball with y'all. Lane, you want to kick us off here, man? Yeah, uh, guys. I first off, I just want to ask you. Uh, so far, what are your thoughts on your season to this point? You know, you guys are three and two right now, uh, going into a weekend series this weekend against. Just had it pulled up. Who y'all got to Arizona yeah, State? Oh boy, big one, huh? <laughs> big big story. Yeah program right yep. there arizona state that's a big that's a big series for you guys so you know just i was just gonna get your thoughts on the season so far what you're looking forward to upcoming wise and all that what you guys expect down the stretch from your guys and all that you guys may or may not know but last year they you know they kind of fell apart dad at the end i mean state we finished 26 and 30 so below 500 Finished nine and twenty-one in the SEC last year. Lost like the last, I want to say, eleven conference games. Oof. So this year, I was hoping we would come out and look and look good, especially against some of the competition we've played, especially VMI. That last year they were sixteen and forty, and State looks pretty good Friday night. You know, pitching looks good, bullpen's looking good, hitters are are raking. We win the game eleven to two. So we're not thinking much about it. We go to Mardi Gras parade on Saturday afternoon. We're, we're checking Twitter like, oh, great. Look, you know, we're, we're winning, doing well. We're up 10 to 1 after two innings. And the next thing we know, we're heading home and uh, state is it's 10 to 9 all of a sudden. Or no, 11 to 9. And I'm just like, what's going on? And we're like walking everybody. Our starter in the third inning, he, he walked the first four batters he faced, throwing 16 balls and only two strikes. And... I'm the one who likes baseball more uh, out of this duo, and and it was so frustrating watching that get, like, watching that that transpire, and then just that's the thing that frustrates me the most with baseball is free passes. Like I'm of that mindset. Like okay, this team went 16 and 40. They don't. It's not the you know, it's not the 2001 Yankees out there, the 98 Yankees out there. Like hum that ball over the plate. <laughs> You're already up nine runs. Make these make guys. them earn it. <laughs> Make them earn yeah. it. They're not going to hit 12 home runs off of you. Yeah, and just for, for context, what, they scored 14 runs? Yes. They had seven hits seven in that hits. ball game? Yeah. Just to, to give you all what we're talking about. And how many stolen bases? They stole 11 bases in that game. Yeah, so just unbelievably frustrating. Just Our COVID catcher, Hancock. VMI stole 11 bases in that game? In that one game, so wow. was it like a was it like a a pitcher slow delivery or a catcher that's inexperienced or a combination of both? What what led to all the stolen bases? <laughs> just uh, just kind of a little bit of a noodle arm situation. Is Luke Hancock was uh, starting his second game at catcher? You know he, he was recruited as a catcher, but he was a first baseman for a long time, right? Yeah, he mainly DH and first base for us. 
past two years. For the past two years. Yeah. So they put him in at catcher. That was kind of like part of his coming back thing. He wanted the opportunity to play catcher, see if, to show scouts that he could maybe do it at the next level. And just they were not afraid, and they just ran all over him. But going into the series when we previewed it, like this team ran a lot last yeah. year. They averaged stealing two game, two bases a game last year. So even though they were sixteen and forty, they were not afraid to. So run. it wasn't out of nowhere that they were stealing bases. I mean, eleven jumps right. off the page, but it's not like you were up right. against a bunch of slow dudes. You knew, you knew they had speed out there. Right, and then yeah, Sunday but- they win the game. State comes back and wins that one nine to three after being down three nothing the first two innings. So they did start two and one, and then Tuesday night. It's it's even worse. Like we're playing UL Monroe, you know, Sun Belt Conference opponent. Same, you know, you guys are probably familiar yeah, with them. We'll be seeing them soon. Yeah, they they pretty much just our starter. The guy who started for us was a, a freshman lefty, a great great prospect. He he throws ninety five, ninety six from the left side, so that's really tough to hit. Played he, really well. He, he, he pitched well. He went four innings, gave up one run off of an error by our shortstop, and then. After that, the bullpen just couldn't do anything, and they really started to. They actually hit the ball, and they they hit twelve. They had twelve hits and eleven runs, and Mississippi State didn't get any runs until the seventh. So it's pretty much you know just one of those games in baseball where the other team just takes care of business, and you weren't ready. Southern for Miss it. fans yeah. were keeping up with that one because Monroe's head coach was a former Southern Miss assistant. So we kind of, really? I mean, I'm not going to say we follow them a ton, but we kind of, you know, we notice when they get a big win for their program, Southern Miss fans usually, you know, we recognize that. That was a big win. I mean, like I said, they, they dominated. It wasn't like, you know, a late last second, you know, not last second, but in last inning, you know, walk off or anything. Like they flat out just beat our butts. Yeah. Once it got into the, the fifth inning and later on in the ball game, I mean, like Caleb touched on Bradley Lofton, you know, four innings and he had eight strikeouts to those innings. So he, he looked really good. Uh, he had four walks, but you know, he was scrappy once he got the, he let those guys on base, only gave up two hits and one run. And I really think that might be who USM actually sees once. That's, that's our guess at this point. Yeah. That was one of my next questions coming up here in a little bit was who do you think we'll see on the mound Tuesday night? Yeah, I I think you'll you'll see Bradley Lofton. He's like I said, he's a freshman. He 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 pitched a little bit the first weekend, one inning, and then he pitched four innings Tuesday night against UL Monroe. He didn't take the loss, but he did. Well, he did take the loss actually because they they scored one run off yeah. of him. Yeah, but he he does pitch well. He's got good stuff. He's like I said, he can hit ninety six from the left side, and then has a his second pitch as a changeup, and it'll come pop down to like seventy nine. So if you're waiting on that fastball. And, you might you'll end up probably end up in that front of that changeup. Okay, I got you. Now that's an assumption, guys. Um, you know everything is the pitching staff's very fluid for Mississippi yeah, State very right now. fluid right now. Um, they're really not doing a great job managing it. Um, from where I'm sitting, because in my opinion, you know what you got going in the year. I mean, you've you had all year last year with some of these guys coming back. You know what they got. And you've seen all these new guys coming in, and you've had all off season to evaluate. Now, it, depending on how the guys throw this weekend, you might see uh, Sane. How, how do you say it? Gerangelo Sanji. Sanji. Yeah, let me pull up that pronunciation. And Gerangelo Sanji is the um, the the ambidextrous pitcher that we have, and 
he has looked phenomenal. In my opinion, he's been the best pitcher that I've Sanja. seen from us. Sanja. Sanja. Where is he from? The best pitcher. Puerto Rico, I believe. Puerto Rico. I'm about to say, he doesn't sound but like he's from Pedal. He went to high school in... Uh, I mean, he went to high school in Florida. In Florida, okay. yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Pembroke Pines, Florida. A Catholic high school. Okay. So far on the year, five innings pitched, three hits, no earned runs, uh, one walk, and eight strikeouts. He throws gas, too, doesn't he? I saw yeah. a video of him he does. the other day. Yeah, I saw a video today on Twitter of the, the Pitching Ninja account. Did like an like usually he'll do like the overlays of like you know a fastball and an off speed pitch just to show you like the difference and how difficult it is to hit. But this this time he did an overlay with like where the he's throwing from right and left side and it just looks it's it's kind of interesting to see it um, how the his delivery looks the exact same whether he's throwing from the right side or the left side like you would expect maybe like a little bit of a different arm angle or something coming from the left side but it's the exact same and like. He does pitch. He like I say, he throws gas. He he touches ninety five on the right side and then ninety two on the left. So he's a good pitcher. And his his breaking stuff looks a little better on the left side than than yeah, it does, does. right handed. He, he was he was struggling with his breaking ball from the right side on Wednesday night. Um, almost like they weren't breaking for him. But you know he did get did get strikeouts from from both arms. Yeah, on he looked, night. he looks like a better pitcher from the from, as a lefty. And he's a freshman. Yeah. He, he throws threat. harder as a lefty, lefty, don't he? Yeah. No, he throws harder Does as a righty, but he, yeah, but just watching him play, he looks as a better, more comfortable, he looks better as a pitcher. Yeah, more comfortable. Yeah. Just his stuff looks. Did better. I see it right? More see a ninety-seven pop up pitches. on the gun. One of those. Yeah, from wow. the right, from the right side. Yeah. I I really hope he get, he gets the opportunity to uh, pitch against you guys. That'd be really cool. Because it's something you don't get to see a whole lot of, mm-hmm. but he—it's awesome to watch. It man. is cool, <laughs> you know. Like I say, he just—he just—he has a glove that fits both hands, so he doesn't have to like change out, you know, a lefty to righty glove. It's like a special glove made for Torrey to fit either side. And I feel like he's the one who's probably going to get pushed towards the weekend eventually maybe yeah. next weekend. Yeah, more so than because he did look—he has controlled the ball better. Like I say, he's only, like Kay mentioned, he's only given up two. Two walks, whereas uh, Lofton has had four runs. Yeah, could you imagine what the Wizard of Oz could do with that kid? Oh man, limitless, (laughs) Mister Unlimited, as Russell Wilson would say. Right? (laughs) We love our pitching coach and how we do love our pitching coach. Yeah, (laughs) just gonna say that. Please please don't take him from us when y'all let your baseball coach go. Oh, I know. I hope we do. (laughs) So that, yeah, like Lane asked, you know how we're how we're feeling so far. I mean, state did win Wednesday night against UL Monroe in pretty dominating fashion. One fourteen to three hit a lot of long balls in that game. I think they had three or four, but just overall, like the fact that the pitching hasn't improved and, but maybe it'll take a little while, you know, like I said, it, our freshmen are coming in and pitching. Yeah. A lot. That's what I was going to ask. Is state a young team or that they return a lot? They, a lot of transfers. They yeah, they had a lot of transfers come in. That's some and that's some of our better players on the in the in the field. They I think according to D one baseball, I think Mississippi State had like the I want to say the third best transfer class, okay. just looking at transfers yeah. only. And Arizona State actually had the fifth, and that's who the, that's who we played play this weekend. So oh, I wow. guess we'll ours will face theirs, and we'll see who, yeah. who ended up being better. But yeah, so some of the better players that have come in is Colton Ledbetter. He transferred in from Samford. And Amani Larry transferred in from UNO, and he's uh, 
they're both doing really well. They're both hitting over what five hundred. Yeah, Larry's Larry's hit four hundred. Yeah. Fell off a little bit. Yeah, and Ledbetter's yeah. at three ninety one. Three ninety one. Yeah, Larry was going to come to Southern Miss at one point, wasn't he? he Lane? Told, Am I wrong? Because I remember we him. had yeah. him on campus, but I think he already kind of had state in his back pocket. Like, yeah, I think we were his yeah. last visit, but I think he had already all but committed to state by the time we got him on campus. But okay. Yeah, it's hard, man. Once you you step on the field, yeah, hey, y'all do have a nice stadium. I can't, I can't, <laughs> but I can't I'm, fault I'm that. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. You know, you asked how we feel at the moment. Um, not great. Yeah, I, up and down. I think year, it's gonna it be yeah, like. it's gonna be a roller coaster ride for right Mississippi now, State this year. It it really and looks frustrating like, as fans. Yeah, it, it looks like it's gonna be a struggle to get to to a regional at this point, just because the pitching just. We haven't been able to put it together yet. It's early, but you know, if, if you want to host a regional, which is fair expectations for Mississippi State, you, you know, you don't drop games to VMI. You just don't do it. Well, you know, our, our little brother proved it last year. I won't say their name, but uh, you know, if you get into the <laughs> tournament, anything can happen. That's settle true. Down. That's settle true. Down. <laughs> Man, I was rooting so hard because. God, for Oklahoma, <laughs> man, wouldn't it have been perfect if Mississippi State had won the national championship and then Ole Miss followed that up with a runner-up? That would be great. Oh my yeah, god, that would be great. It would have been, it would have been phenomenal. Yeah, well, whatever. Let them have. Let it. them have it. Let them have it. Yeah, yeah. and you know, we we joke, we joke, but Mike Bianco is a great baseball coach. Like, and that's don't what, get me started on that. Yeah, yeah. He, he is good. Yeah. Don't get me started on that. Oh, I would I, love. I, to I think he's a good coach. Yeah, I think he's I a could good go coach. all night yeah. on that. Not not against Bianco, but it's the fan base. Oh, well, fan yes, base! I'm a, yeah, they're, oh my they're, god! I mean, Drew Bianco today tweeted out some stuff that made me mad. Lane, did you see that? Oh, I saw that. Did I you, saw that. I'm, I'm, I'm a state fan. Drew, you play for Houston now. Stay out of this. You ain't got a horse in this race anymore. Man, they they wanted that guy gone in the middle of the year last year. They wanted him gone the year before that. It's just and and it, he is Ole Miss. Yeah, they were nothing before he got there. I agree. Right. I agree. And they he didn't deserve he didn't deserve to be fired either. I mean, no, yeah, he's having a look, subpar season. But I mean, the guy like like Kate said, the dude is Ole Miss baseball, and he's earned the right to to have a a quote unquote down year where you go thirty five and twenty three. Yeah, and, and this is going to sound like, like me being just a cocky Mississippi State baseball fan, but they were screaming for his head because, you know, you had that stretch from 2016 to 2021 that were the golden years of Mississippi State baseball. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really not even close. You had five straight Super Regionals, you had three straight College World Series appearances, and you had a national championship. Right. That's not, they're not screaming for his head if Mississippi State's not doing that during that time. I would probably agree with you. True story. So it's just, and then all of a sudden he wins it, and and he's Jesus Christ. He's the second coming of Jesus. <laughs> easy, and, bro. Oh easy, see this guy. He's he's got <laughs> easy. He can't be touched. I mean, right. that man, thirty million dollars a year. Right. No. Yeah. It's just. Anyway, no, I get it. We're moving on. Yeah, Kate's passionate about Ole Miss baseball when it comes to Mike Bianco. Otherwise, (laughs) (laughs) just the delusion just kills me. I understand. Kills me. I dig it. Um, we can move on though. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if Lane was going to talk or. or. Uh, oh, I assume we were going to do like we normally do and just back and forth at Chuck. So you're up. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Well, uh, you know, kind of, you touched on it a little bit. Um, what was it like winning the World Series? You want me to take that or you got it? Yeah, go for it, Kate. Man. Again, this is going to sound like a cocky Mississippi State fan. No. <laughs> Just try to, try to understand that. If you got a trophy, it ain't cocky. <laughs> well, from from 16 to 21, I mean, it was a heck of a run, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're super regional after super regional, and then College World Series appearance after College World Series appearance. I mean, you're coming off of two straights, so that third one, that third year kind of felt like, okay, it's it's national championship or bust at this point. Yeah, right? it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, we need to, yeah, we like, need to cash in on this because all the, all the guys who had started that string of World Series appearances, they were all in their junior and senior years, and we're like, sure. all right, if we don't cash in, like next year's going to be not necessarily – we didn't expect it to be as bad as it was, mm-hmm. but we expected it to be you know, not as good as what we had. Yeah, and it's kind of like the, the spoiled rich kid like asking for a Lambo. Right? Yeah, right. yeah. He's got everything else, but, I mean, my God, can I get this? Yeah. So mm-hmm. – but it wasn't easy. I mean, I mean the Notre Dame, Notre Dame was was a tough was, was a tough series. Tough. Tough they had some big they hitters. Really they could hit the ball. Big hitters. Yeah. Oh man, they could hit the ball. But you know, then you got into the College World Series, and you know, Bednar throws that gem in Game One. You had yeah. the the combination of Bednar and Sims against Texas, and we pulled it out two one. Yeah, I a think. one run, a one run win, and then the next game's against Virginia, and they worked us. Yeah, they they were killing us in that yeah. four nothing. Mm-hmm. And then you had the magic man. Yeah, the eighth inning magic. Yeah, scoring uh, five runs in the or four Tanner five Allen, runs in the eighth. Yeah, Kellum Clark with two home runs that that tied it up, yep. and then when end up winning that game by one or two. I think five to four, wasn't it? Yeah. Maybe six four. So I think it was six to four. Yeah. And you know, then you get into that third game with Texas and kind of a weird game. It got Texas immediately they hit a bomb and then it gets delayed because of weather. Yeah, it got delayed by like almost three hours. Like the game didn't finish till one o'clock in the morning. Instead then, of like just delaying it to the next day. Cause, I mean Texas had to beat us twice and they instead of like delaying it to the next day, they like basically made the guys go back out there and like like I said, it was like twelve thirty at night and they ended up hitting like a a walk off home run. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a heck of a ride. And then, you know, you get to the game four, you know, game two against Texas mm-hmm. at that point. Game third three, game, really? The third game against Texas. Yeah. And, you know, State hits a, um, what's his name? It's a Tanner Leggett. Yeah. Walk off single. Yeah. A junior college transfer. In, yeah. End up winning that game four to three. And you're like, golly, man. You know, that's the thing about baseball is it can, it's so exciting. It is. Especially it's hard, it's hard not to be those. romantic about baseball. Yeah, oh, golly, yeah. man. I just want to take her out to dinner. Right. Yeah, wine and dine, you know? We so do. then you move on. We do. And then you've got to play. And then Vanderbilt gets, like, a COVID yeah. win to get in to the series. Oh, and, it, and that was a break. So then yeah. you had the whole country rooting for you. Right. And yeah. And you get – and you know, it was funny because, you know, I had two kids. I got a wife, and I, I got a job, and – you know, we decided not to go, and, you know, I get home early from work because, you know, I got to watch the game, told my boss, you know, I got to get home. And game one, I told her, I said, babe, if we win this game, we're leaving tonight, we're going to Omaha. We get and smoked. We get freaking blasted. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you jinxed it, man. You know, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I, I was as down as I ever could have been, man. And then they just, you know, we came out and we smoked them. And, yeah, in the second game, game we 10 run them. It was 12 to 2. Wow. And yeah, then and uh what's uh beef and Houston Harding. Yeah. Heck of a game in game two to get us to 
to Bednar to game three, and it just kind of went from there. And then yeah, you- and then the third game, the final game, is against Kumar Rocker, and Bednar is going for state, and he just smoked them. Yeah, man. I mean, we we beat them nine to nothing. Like you said, like what did it feel like to win it? It was kind of like it, it felt weird because state was winning it, but in dominating fashion, like and not in the way that they that it took them to get to that championship series with one run here, two run there, but it was like just flat out smoking them, and it was just kind of it was. It was the seventh inning. We were up six to nothing, and then Kellum Clark hits a three-run bomb to make it nine to nothing. It comes back to the as soon as he touches the plate, he looks at the no. dugout and starts screaming, "F them boys, F wow. them boys!" Man, it's just iconic moment. Yeah, and we're just, <laughs> and it's just like we're just sitting there watching it, like we're gonna win. It was just yeah. like even though there was nine outs to go, you're just sitting there like, "There's no, we're gonna win this game. This is awesome." And then you started kind of building. It was a lot of different from the the first four games, first five games of the College World Series right. that were so they were uh, close, and the last the last two were just blowouts, and it's just like, "Wow, we're, we really did this." But we did. It was surreal. Um, it, it's a huge moment, man. You know, as Mississippi State fans, you know, you've really been waiting on that since 85 when you kind of had a had bad luck and you, you know, you had a, a ball up the middle go off your pitcher's ankle and yeah. kind of rob well, you of one in 85. So was, we had a um a FaceTime with really a, for all of our family mm-hmm. yeah. for the last out you yeah. know, since we weren't able to be there. But and, it was kind of corny because, like, everybody's, you know, some people are watching it like on satellite and cable, and some of us are streaming. And then, like, yeah. my dad goes, "Hey, yeah!" And I'm like, "I haven't Whoa. seen it yet." <laughs> Cold <laughs> <You know>? blade. <laughs> yeah, so, you know that's that's streaming yeah. these days, though. But you know, he can react early. He's an all-American. There you go. That's right. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll cut him a little slack. But that's great. But yeah, it's like it's. I'm glad it finally happened because if it if we didn't win, we we're just going to keep being one of those teams who would that would see that stat every year. The World Series is on. The teams who've made it the most and never won the national title. Yeah. You know, State was slowly climbing that list because at that point we had, I think we've been 12 times and we're just getting, we were like, you know, maybe third to the top. You know, Florida State's at the very top because they've been like 20-something times and never won it, which that's got to be frustrating. Mm-hmm. Got to be. Oh, yeah, man. I, so the the description you just guys just gave was pretty much the same emotions I feel like I had watching the Braves win a World Series as a Braves fan. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I didn't even celebrate. I just stared at the screen and all, you know, one of those deals. Yeah, exactly. Was, that's how, I mean, that's pretty much what I was doing. I was just like standing there. It was like, the oh, weirdest we moment. Like, we, like people were remember, asking me. You remember every yeah, detail. Yeah, every though, detail. Right? Oh, like, yeah. I remember like, every interview. Like seven remember, games. Yeah. You remember oh, yeah. everything. I mean, how could I not? I've, I've, I'll go to work and watch highlights yeah. for the rest of the year. There you that's go. What, I mean, that's what I was doing. I well, up we're, hopeful, watching, we're hopeful. We're hopeful our stuff. Golden Eagles give us that same experience soon, right, Chuck? That would be phenomenal. Oh yeah. So, well, uh, I, I want to. I hope you guys get it. I'll be just being honest. Yeah, we really uh, we feel like this year's. You're not old. We feel fans, like this so. year's teams. You know, a special one. Hopefully. Hopefully we can get some things go our way and make a run at mm-hmm. it at least. So, uh, haven't been to Omaha since '09. That'd be a fun right. ride to at least get there and see if we can make some noise this time around. So, did y'all go last time? Man, when it was there? look, I didn't go to Omaha, and I've regretted it ever since. I went to Gainesville for the Super Regional, stayed the whole weekend in Gainesville, watched us knock off Florida, and lock up our spot to Omaha, but then I already had a prior commitment and I didn't get out of that 
commitment that I already had. I, I was supposed to be working a summer camp. And so I went ahead and worked the camp instead of going to Omaha. And I'll be honest, guys, I kind of regret it. I wish I had gone to Omaha. So That's a great experience. Yeah. So I can tell you this much. Yeah, we a, go this look. year, I'm going. <laughs> so there won't be anything keeping me from oh, going. Yeah. So I can tell you, if, if y'all make it to the – the national championship go yeah. because there's nothing. I mean, I probably have a, a few regrets that, that are above that, but man, it's close. I mean, that's right mm-hmm. at the top yeah. of the list is, is not getting there to watch us. It kind of goes back to me being a, a spoiled Mississippi state fan at that point. Like I've talked about, you know, it was that incredible run from 16 to 21 to where I just kind of felt like, well, whatever. We'll be back there next year. Yeah, but, yeah. Man, it don't work like that. Yeah. Don't. It my, does not. My little brother uses this phrase "spoiled Mississippi State fan" as if we're like good and everything. But baseball's <laughs> well, all baseball. we got. I mean, yeah, football. I mean, I mean, give me a break, bro. Come on. Just, the, in, the damn Mullen. We're talking about baseball. Good. We're talking about yeah. baseball, though. That, that's that's fair. Like it, we are talking about baseball. It is baseball season. But <laughs> come on, man. Really, just talking about baseball <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Well. <laughs> in in baseball from 2016 to to 21, I mean, you were. There's no doubt about it. I yeah. mean, you expected to get to Omaha. There's there's no question. Yeah, it, it was to the point to where, I mean, you can you can talk to this, but you know, if we wouldn't have won that national championship in 21, I would have been disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, especially once we got there. Because I, I, I've been to Omaha before. Whenever Mississippi State made the 2013 National Championship Series against Garrett UCLA, Cole game. I texted a few of my, yep, I texted a few of my buddies. I said, guys, I said, I'm going. Y'all can ride with me. Or I'm going to be driving that 14 hours by myself. And they said, all right, yeah. So a couple of my buddies hopped in. We drove all the way up. That's a long ride. It is a long ride. But it was, but it was, Omaha's cool. Like, it's a, it's a cool city. It'd be Rosenblatt nice was to go awesome. Just on vacation. Yeah. Yes, and when we went, Rosenblatt had already been closed down. Weren't you guys the last? We were two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah. So we we went in TD Ameritrade, and that's a it's a nice part. And I know they've changed a lot of things since then because I know I had some buddies go to the twenty one national championship, and they've completely changed the way they like. It was so to me, it was so awesome because you could line up early, you could get general admission tickets for ten dollars, and then yeah, that's what I was about to say. They had a <clears throat> a weird ticket deal whenever y'all went there, right? Like, yeah, like you just paid you just it. paid you just paid for general admission tickets and it was first come, first right. serve for the outfit like the entire outfield, outfield yeah. seats. So we're out there, like you said, mentioned Garrett Cole, we're out there just heckling Garrett Cole in the outfield as he's doing long toss. We're like, Hey, hey you know, and he's like we're like front row just yelling at him. We had we had a few drinks while we're out of the old styrofoam ice chest from the gas there station. You go. Didn't work too well, huh? <laughs> no. no, it didn't work well. He he, he shut us down. Well, uh, well, I want to get back to uh, this this Tuesday night game real quick. Uh, so you mentioned you would who do, who did you say you would expect us to face on the mound? His uh, let me get his first name. His last name's Lofton. It's Brad. Is it Brady or Bradley? Bradley. Right, sorry, I can't see the screen. Bradley Lofton. That's who I'm thinking. You okay, guys. Okay, and then who are some bullpen guys you guys would expect us to see coming out? Like who would for a midweek uh, game? Who do you think first out of the bullpen? Who's your who's your closer if it's close? You know, close at the end. Who's your leverage guy? You know, just who are some bullpen arms? Yeah, we can if it's look for? if it's a if it's close at the end, you're going to see probably Aaron Nixon. He's our uh, he's a transfer in from Texas. He was their closer in 2021. And then he had a pretty bad 22, and then I, I guess he uh, was told to, you know, 
hit the road, so we picked him up, and he he looked pretty good in the in the one game he did get in this year. Struck out the side. Uh, he's got a good got a good fastball. He's a t- he's a typical closer, hard throwing righty. Um, and then you, our setup guys would be people like Nate Dome. He's a tra- he's another transfer from Ball State. Uh, he he came in two games on the weekend and looked pretty good in the middle relief. I think with a game like USM, I think you could expect to possibly see him come in. I mean, you know, Parker Stinnett's another one. He's he's actually struggled a little bit. He's got good stuff. He's just wild and not and not a good wild. I mean, he'll he walks a lot of batters. Okay, I got you. So, are those guys more upperclassmen, underclassmen? Like, what what age range are you looking at there? Like, do y'all have a bunch of young arms or veteran arms? Or I know you mentioned ones. That- it's a mix. It, it's a mix. Uh, so Nate Dome is a senior. Uh, Aaron Nixon is a. Uh, I'm sorry, Dome's actually a sophomore. I, I saw the S. I couldn't see. Yeah, Kate's got the got the computer a little further away than than I do. But yeah, so it's a good mix. Uh, Parker Stinnett's been in the program. This is his third year. Uh, and Casey Hunt, he pitched some Tuesday night. He was the Saturday. He was the Saturday starter at the beginning of the first series. He's a senior. Uh, he struggled with control on Saturday, and then he came in one one inning against ULM. I don't know if he was trying to, you know, work out some kinks, but he did not uh, get to start. I thought it might be like a bullpen session for him on Wednesday just to work out the kinks and then get get his start back on Saturday. But they announced the rotation this weekend, and he's not in the rotation. So he, he's potentially someone you could see as a starter on Tuesday night, to be honest with you. Yeah, kind of strange. Um, they went with Tima for the weekend instead of uh, Nate Dom. You know, Nate Dom's been pretty pretty serviceable out of the out of the bullpen thus far. I feel like our weekends, we're going to have one game, one day a weekend where it's Johnny Holstaff, and it doesn't really matter who's the yeah. starter is named. Until Sanjay or Gerangelo, yeah, Gerangelo, Gerangelo. <laughs> Until he he Sanja. gets he gets the nod because he he's coming he's coming up pretty quick. I, I really feel okay. like you really don't have much in the staff, man. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like the, the if this game's close at all and not just a a good solid blowout for you in your guys' favor, it's going to be a uh, slugfest. Which you guys have tremendous pitching. You know, so I don't know if it can be become a slugfest. To be honest, which with last you. year wasn't it a slugfest? Because I think, I think you guys beat us pretty handily, like eight or seven to eight to one. Was it? I thought, yeah, I thought no, that was the maybe hit like no, a three. You're run thinking of Ole Miss. Or, the the okay. state game, yeah, the state game wrong. was that was the Tanner I went Hall to the game, Mississippi State game, USM game, and in Pearl last year. I'm pretty sure state. No, yeah, uh, no, yeah. USM yeah, won that seven was to the, one last year. That was the, the Tanner Hall year, game. Fellas. Tanner Hall had his okay. coming out. So Tanner Hall was our uh he was our midweek starter to start mid-week. the year last year. And then against y'all he lit it up and then against Tulane, I believe, the next week he lit it up mm-hmm. and then UNO he lit it up. And after about and then they moved after about the- three games in a row with that, they moved him to the weekend rotation and now we you know, he went on to have a Well I'm glad I'm glad <laughs> we could help y'all out. Hopefully like historic season, won the Ferris Trophy, and then uh, 
was all American. So yeah, he's a yeah. he's a Friday night guy now. Y'all probably won't see him Tuesday. <laughs> so well, that's good. But it'll it'll be somebody else though. It's the Mississippi State way. We've, we we always you'll get probably see. Well, I hope, I hope really, Billy Oldham. Yeah. yeah, you'll see Billy Oldham. You'll really see a transfer hope. from Eastern Connecticut, and he he had a no hitter through what five innings. Chuck Five, against yeah. UNO, yeah. which it's UNO, but still he had a he looked what he looked good his first game. We were impressed with him, so hopefully he keeps that momentum riding into y'all's game for sure for us. Which he he pitched some bullpen uh, against Liberty too. I think one. Yeah, he did. Ends, so 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 who are y'all's big hitters? We need to be looking for on Tuesday. You can talk to this in case, since you can see the see the screen better than I can. Man, I. Yeah, this is a guy that I'm really excited about. This is a true freshman. Um, he's hitting 474 on the year so far. Now, granted, it's only been five games, but he's also got two home runs and 10 RBIs through five games. Uh, Bryce Chance has just been unbelievable from the plate thus far. He he was the DH for the first four games, and they put him in, in right field, I believe. Yeah, they put him in right last game. For, for the last game on Wednesday night. But, man, he has just been crushing the ball. Um, we've got a lot of good guys at the plate, man. You know, Luke Hancock's hitting 412. Amani Larry's hitting 400. He's got 10 RBIs. Colton Ledbetter, he's got 10 RBIs. He's got two bombs. And really a guy that you can watch out for. You know, he's only hitting 238 this year. But, man, can he crush a baseball. He mashed one last night. Really? yeah, on Wednesday night, Dakota Dakota Jordan, true freshman, he hit one about 474 feet. It was just it a, left the park. It like, was it a was, monster. It, it shot. went over the fans. It was a, it was a bomb. So y'all had two midweek a, games this week. Are they both? Were they both ULM? They yeah. were. Yeah, we had a two game set with ULM. So you mentioned a couple you know, freshmen. Bryce Chance, very impressive so far. Like I've got a stat line pulled up. Uh, statistically speaking, man. he's been your biggest hitter on the season, and he still he stole a base too. So, very impressed. Where's he from? I think he played at uh, MRA. Okay, Massive so he's Ridgeland a Mississippi yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah, so he's from Ridgeland. Yeah, he's a Mississippi Couple guy. guys on there that are <clears throat> Mississippi, right? Okay, Dakota Jordan, the Jordan kid, got several... a Mississippi kid too. He's, Jackson he's Academy, Madison, actually. Yeah, Canton. Yeah, just pulled it up. Uh, d- Bryce Chance is Madison. Hunter Hines is Madison. And, you know, Hunter Hines is a guy that he hit 300 for us last year. Actually, the only, the only player to hit over 300 last year on the team. And he was a true freshman. He hit, a, he hit I think, 16 home runs. He's a, he's a big, he typically plays DH, but he's come in as first baseman this year. Struggled at first and base. He's not struggling in the field. He's struggling at the plate. And so. That's why the t- the coaching staff is moving Hancock to first and bringing in this other guy Ross Highfield as as, our ca- as a catcher because Hines is only hitting one twenty five. I mean he's uh, having a rough with, rough along, go of it so far. Along with Hancock struggling behind the plate, like we mentioned, you know, eleven stolen bases on. Yeah, Saturday, I'm hoping that he's so. back there on Tuesday. We got a couple guys. <laughs> going on. Yeah, yeah, that's you. We're right. a stealing oh, hey, baseball uh, team now. Aren't we show, we <laughs> found that out. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we really hope, yeah. We really we, hope. We really like Ross Highfield. He's he's got a pretty good stat line. He's a freshman from Madison Central High School. From he's Madison, doing, yeah. He's he's doing he's doing really good. When he's back there, he looks like more of a prototypical catcher. And whereas, he went three for four from the plate on Wednesday night. He did. He he can. He's hitting it well too. 
And he's he doesn't have the uh enough stats to be can to get into the light colored background on the on the team's website, but he is hitting was that five hundred? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. hitting five hundred. We we look we got a lot of stuff to figure out. You know, the rotation from from the pitching perspective, obviously, but you know, the lineup between Hunter Hines, because he did hit three hundred last year, you know, including SEC competition, so you know he's a competent hitter. But you've also got Luke Hancock, who has been solid for you at first base, and you know he's four twelve on the year. And then now you've got Ross Highfield as a freshman coming in, who's solid behind the plate, and now he's also hitting well at the plate. Hearing um, all these uh, Madisons and Cantons and stuff like that, I'm wondering like if they they're probably I'm worried about them going to Pearl to play. Might have some too many family and friends in the crowd. Might get, get nervous. Get, get a little yeah. sphincters tightened up <laughs> and stuff, you know. <laughs> so I, I just you know I don't know if we're gonna do a prediction or not, but I think you guys Southern Miss will win the game. I just feel like our pitching staff's gonna let us down. I, I mean, like I said, I've I've watched a little bit of you guys, and I know your pit last year your pitching was phenomenal, carried you most of the year. And from what I understand, like you guys still have really good pitching. You mentioned your pitching coach as of today. You know, don't lose him. We lead the nation at ERA. Yeah, so yeah. it's a pitcher's game. We lost a, yeah, right we now, lost a right? ton of pitchers. So it's going to be a lot of new names. But to this point this uh-huh. season, we've been pleased with what we've seen. I guess that's the best way to put it. It's it's a lot of new names, a lot of uh, JUCO transfers, some freshmen having to pitch, some kids that, uh, you know. Yeah, we got several freshmen Yeah, some kids that were kind of snowed under last year and didn't really get a chance to play a ton. Those guys have had to step up this year, but you know we still got the odds pulling the trigger back there as the coach. So we we feel confident in that. But you guys, your offense has been good this season, uh, listeners. Just to throw this out there, I'm looking at them and on the ones I guess highlighted in white on the website. Is that your starting lineup, or is that just who's had the most at bats? What it looks like. That's just who's yeah. That's just who's had the most like so of their for game. Like yeah. they've had at least two a game. So of their starting lineup, guys, they only have one guy who has not hit a homer so far this season. They've hit eleven home runs. Wow. Probably Lane yep. Forsythe. Yeah, I didn't even have to look <laughs> yep. at it. And they've Lane hit. Forsythe. They've hit eleven <laughs> home runs on the season. They're ten for ten on stolen bases. So we know how those lanes can so, be. Oh yeah, that, man. So, so uh, <laughs> you know, definitely a potent offensive team here. A, a stout offense here. Oldham's gonna. He's going to have a good true test this week, this midweek. I'm excited to see how he responds to it. Yeah, you know, hopefully um, some of that pitching staff will, will hit the portal and uh, Mississippi State. <laughs> hey, man, that's, cuss, word, that's right? some cuss yeah. words man, right now with us. Now I'm just going to – Pate, take that out. <laughs> let me tell you something. Every Saturday I'm keeping up with Florida's score, and I'll tell you this much right oh, now. God. He's petty, I'm the most petty, petty person you will find. <laughs> I heard about right that. now, that was crazy. Florida Saturday starter has a worse ERA than every one of our starting pitchers. So, I will be keeping. I will be keeping that running stat go. all season. I'm hoping it stays the same, and I'm hoping you guys <laughs> score 100 runs when y'all play them on Saturday. Whenever, whatever Saturday y'all play them, I hope you score 100 on them. So, there you go. I'm not. I'm yeah. not holding a grudge or anything, but you know. No. 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 No, not at all. Nah. Of course not. Well, What's a grudge? What is a grudge? It's a movie with a, a girl in it. A grudge. Yeah. yeah. 
horror film. Right? <laughs> well, you know, like we've talked to some old Miss fans, and you know, the, Ooh, right, gosh. right. The world's <laughs> most cockiest fans are Ole Miss and LSU, and I think we yeah. both have mutual hatred for both of them. But they, they'll both be like, uh, especially Ole Miss, you know, in-state rival. They're like, oh, we don't consider y'all a rival. Does does Mississippi State consider Southern Miss a rival, or is it just a one one sided thing in y'all's opinion? Because we consider y'all a rival. Are you asking me personally, yeah. or are you asking like the, as a fan? Both. Base? Give me a both. I think as a fan base, they they don't. You know, I think as a fan base, Mississippi State considers just Ole Miss as their rival, and and even in and even LSU in baseball, because for years that was the the two going back and forth before the rest of the SEC really caught up, but. Me personally, growing up in the Hattiesburg area, yeah, I consider I I want to beat you every time we play. Yeah, that's just me yeah. though, you know. So what will Southern no, Miss? Not, or you got to ask? Go ahead, man. Yeah, not even not even close. <laughs> K, K doesn't think so. I mean, I, I, I get have it. A pretty strong opinion. On well, it. let me hear it. Like K, I said, I I, I yeah. man, I went to so many Southern. I went probably when I was growing up. I probably went to more USM football games. Than I did Mississippi State yeah. ones. Until I finally got to school, just because I had a friend whose whose family had season tickets right. and they had an extra one, and I mean, I went and watched them play Nebraska, California when Aaron Rodgers right. and Marshawn Lynch came to town. I was there for when Ladanian Thompson was at T- TCU. Like I was there when the the Rock was Aaron rocking. Rogers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers played for Cal. I mean, I was I was there when that place was right. awesome. Marshawn Lynch and I always <laughs> and they always had a buddy who was there with them. <laughs> I said those names already, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they had a guy there. We're getting in so, the bottle. So anyway, they had a give me a give me a break. They had, so anyway, there was they had a friend who was always sat near, and this keep in mind this was during the late Cheryl early Croom years. So we sucked. Mississippi Oof. State sucked, and he made no bones about like letting me know. Like anytime it sh- showed up on like the jumbotron or like the little ribbon board, he's like, "Hey, look at that! You guys are losing again. Kentucky's whipping you." And it just got under my skin. So yeah, it it's to me it's a rivalry, and I do like beating yeah. SM every chance we I get. get it. But it's just it's just growing up in the in the pine yeah. belt that that brew it for me. I don't I don't think I think most Mississippi State fans are like Cade and don't don't think it's a rivalry, but you know, still at the same time respects the program, yeah. especially the baseball yeah. program. Yeah, no no doubt re- respect for the the program, yeah. especially baseball. I mean, but for me, you know, a lot of it. A lot of it comes back to football, mm-hmm. and for my generation, you just you didn't really you didn't play each other. We didn't. Much. We don't. But we so, we have we played yeah. all this year though. That's right. right before yeah. that, I mean, yeah. I kind of agree with yeah, that. Yeah. Like we hadn't really game. we that's, hadn't really that's, played that's each dumb. other enough to like grow a huge rivalry. Well, no, you know, like games, I mean, baseball. Right? Yeah, we've had some big ones that were meaningful. Especially regional games and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean we've had some big yeah, ones. That, 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 the there's one been some meaningful regionals, but nothing. No, I mean I I don't know. We, have we ever played? I don't. Basketball I, I don't remember really ever don't playing remember. in basketball. <laughs> I know in women's they have, but I don't. know We about played a few men. times yeah. in football. Yeah. I think I went to that that women's game yeah. at, at Reed Green. Mm-hmm. I mean, just not. Yeah, you know, just all. I think for for it to constitute it's a really good rivalry, stuff. it would almost have to be like a yearly big matchup in every sport. You know, yeah, yeah. it's got to mean something, right? Like, I wish we'd play every year in football. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't I, like how I they like it. mix it around. I wish we would. I mean, I mean, I loved it. Whenever I mean, we live in Mobile now, so that's a four and a half, five hour ride. Probably close to six when you got kids mm-hmm. wanting to stop and pee and stuff. So back to Startville, so. 
couple of years ago when we guys when we came to Hattiesburg, I think what twenty sixteen fifteen. I think maybe? so. Yeah. When, uh, when, so, whenever they scheduled that game for a 10, 8, 10 p.m. kickoff, whenever, yeah. That, yeah. whenever that was, I remember t- I finally I don't even, I didn't even go to the ga- I went and tailgated till about nine thirty and I was like I'm right. tired I got to go, but I I had fun yeah. I love the opportunity to go it's right there hometown so perfect it's kind of just a a generational thing right I feel like I I didn't I'm not a different generation than you are. <laughs> yeah, but when you were in high school and when I was in high school, like I was in high school during the Mullen eras. So mm-hmm. and, and we weren't playing Southern Miss and if we were, you know, we were at that at that time we were, better. We were a better a better team. So there was no discussion to be had. You know, when you get in the crew yeah. era, I mean my God, I I was at the main game. You know, I saw us <laughs> lose to Maine. That was dreadful. dreadful. Yeah. But, you're right. Like whenever I was growing up, yes, USM would have regularly beaten Mississippi mm-hmm. State. But I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you. When whenever Mississippi State went to the Hattiesburg Regional in 2017, I expected the win. Did you? I mean, we were the two seed. We had a good, yeah. shot, good a shot as anybody. We had I mean, Brent Rooker on that team. We had a good ball player. No doubt. Yeah, it's it's no dis- I don't. If I lose to USM, it's just like losing to any other program, whether that be in the SEC yeah. or the the Pac-12, like Arizona State coming up this weekend. Yeah, I think that's just the time that I that I grew up in. It's not so much as you know. You go back to to the 1980s, <clears throat> early 90s, whenever you played USM frequently in every mm-hmm. sport. You know, it could be different. Mm-hmm. Well, like you now, said, we didn't play it. A- yeah, I mean, like our parents yeah. always talk about it. They're like, oh, like my mom especially should be like, oh, like like this year's like, oh, we play USM in football. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be a tough game. And I'm like, not Uh-oh. really. <laughs> hey, we're gonna if we <laughs> beat y'all, we're like, gonna come like, back and play this. <laughs> hey, perfect. Hey, you know, yeah, flip yeah. It, clip it. Keep <laughs> <Yeah>. the receipt. <laughs> but she's like, I don't know. They they always play us really tough. And I'm like, you're thinking about games you watched in '83 right. and '84. Lynette actually <laughs> invited me to go up and tailgate at the yeah. You so should. yeah, y'all so Lynette, on, don't forget that. Hey, we're yeah. hospitable. Yeah, we are very hospitable. That's right. Yeah, we are not. We are not Oxford, Mississippi. Ooh. We'll we'll gladly welcome the there Golden go, Eagles. Baby. So, um, Lane, you got? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I I was just gonna say, are you guys coming to the game Tuesday? Are y'all gonna come? I was gonna ask y'all that earlier. That was my last question. Y'all coming? I I wanted to. Yeah, I'm, we're not. I wanted to, but I looked at the drive <laughs> time for me. And I decided yeah. against it on a Tuesday right. night. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I know first pitch is at six, but I'm, it's getting with me getting home by like yeah. midnight right. or so. So I'm not going to try now, that. Now, do the state come to Hattiesburg this year too, or is it just in Pearl? It's just in Pearl. I wish, I, look, I've always had this idea, and I don't know why we don't do it, but I would love for the for it to be three game a three-game weekend series, to be honest well, with you, with USM every we did that year twice. and 40 yeah. years ago. We did, but I'd love for it to be the format to be this, so like it'd be just like what Clemson and South Carolina do. So, say say one year we alternate the days, but say Friday nights in Startville, Saturdays in Hattiesburg, and Sundays at one of the two uh, minor league. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be fun. So that way, every you know, it'd be awesome mm-hmm. that way. I I think it'd be because that's what like I said, that's what Clemson and South Carolina do. They one home, one home, and then they go like to Greenville to play a. And one of the in the nice minor okay. league part. So like one year it could be in Biloxi, the next year it could be at Braves, and then just alternate that and just give everybody in the state 
from all regions of the state the opportunity to watch the game. No too. Yeah, it was actually um, 2018. Uh, USM swept yeah. us. Oh yeah, the opening series of the yeah. weekend. That's when Nick Sandlin was yeah, the star. We were there. Me and Chuck were. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was the. That and was the weekend we fired. Right, there. right. Uh, for there was, there was a little more behind that <laughs> for other circumstances. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't the catalyst. He was getting a little filthy in the dugout there, yeah. wasn't he? Texting somebody. <laughs> the next year, you know, State took two out of three yeah. from you. So, yeah, that's when that was a home and away series. Yeah, I mean, I'd love that. That'd be fun, man. I'd love that more than the. I don't know if it's contractual where they have to go to these to Pearl or something. I know with Ole Miss, you guys move so around. So Ole Miss, we'll do yeah. every year. We have one game at Pearl, and then we alternate. Um, like last year, they came to Hattiesburg. This year, we'll go to Oxford. So we'll have the game at Pearl yeah. and one in Oxford. Gotcha. I'd, so, I'd love that because I could easily make the trip to mm-hmm. Hattiesburg on yeah, a Tuesday so, night and then get back here. Decent hour, yeah. So, yeah, so Ole Miss will play you in baseball, but they, they, won't play. they don't really <laughs> want to play they you. We have never huh? played Ole Miss no, that's strange. What's, what's in my lifetime that? That's in football. That's interesting. We have never played Ole Miss in football or basketball. I don't get it. Played them a yeah, lot in baseball. That's good for the state, man. You know, I, I don't want to get political or anything, but, you know, that just seems like it's good it money does. for each institution. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It does. Oh, yeah, you you can't find a seat when Ole Miss comes to town. I mean, there's a lot of powder blue up in the stands. It's sad. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, Mississippi State is a university of the people. <laughs> For the people, by the people. At least you'll play us. <laughs> yeah. The Rebels yeah. are not. So uh, my last question to y'all, and then I'll end it on this. What's it going to take – for Southern Miss to beat you guys Tuesday, and then what would it take, uh, in y'all's opinion, for you guys to beat us on Tuesday? What's what's the keys to the game? I'll let I'll let Kay go first. We were probably gonna have difference of opinions. So, for us to beat you guys, uh, you're gonna have to have solid pitching. You, to this point, that's that's the biggest weakness that I've seen out of this Mississippi State team. And not just the pitching, but the mismanagement of the ro- the rotation, right? I mean, you yeah, just so don't. This, you're talking about for them to beat us, or for us to beat them? For for them to beat us, for Damn. us to beat them. Okay. So when you say so, mismanagement, it's just can you that. let me know kind of what that means? Like, are they pulling guys too early, putting in guys that don't make sense in that moment? What do you? No, man, I, I really just – and Lamona spoke to this a, a little bit if you if you read between the lines, just kind of giving upperclassmen the – The oppor- first opportunity, basically. The first opportunity to, with the talent. to prove themselves, even though you've seen it all offseason. You've seen it from the upperclassmen the year before. I mean, you know who has the most talent, and you're just throwing throwing people out there based off of – junior senior rather than talent i got right? you and it, you're just not putting it together correctly okay and i disagree on that I, I i i understand why coaches have a soft spot for the upperclassmen and why they want to give those guys the first crack at it, the first opportunity but <laughs> when they give up four or five runs it makes it tough to come back <laughs> not when you lose the it's an excuse i got you and what's <laughs> it's early it doesn't games. matter if it's early. You lost a VMI. <laughs> what, right, what's the there. what's the key for Southern Miss to beat you guys? Good pitching. Yeah, I mean, you say good pitching for both, but I think you're saying that for State to win, they've got to have good pitching, right? Yeah, but 
his state's been very good from the plate thus far. Yeah. So, so I'll I'll take it. So like from for Mississippi State to win the game, they're gonna have to hit the ball. Like and hit it well. I mean they did not hit it well against ULM on Tuesday night. Uh they did score five runs, but they're gonna have to hit it because I think USM can can really pitch it. And I think if USM's gonna beat state, it's gonna be because Mississippi State not not saying that, you know, I think let me I don't want, I don't wanna say that. But yeah, I think kinda if USM that's what, hold on, let me let me go. I got it. So yeah. if state's gonna lose to USM, it's gonna be because USM hit the ball and state also gave some free passes. Yeah. Like what they like the pitching what we've seen the pitching staff do so far. I mean I don't I don't see like you asked if that what's it gonna take. I don't think that's necessarily what USM has to have happen to win the game. I think they can come out there and just and hit the ball and play good defense and pitch it well and win the game like just like a normal like the team they're capable that they are capable of being. But I feel like my expectation for the game is that state's gonna play a good team and they're gonna look bad when they play this good team. I think it's gonna kinda carry over into the weekend as well. Yeah, I'm really excited really excited for this Me too. game. To be more so than the Arizona State series just because you know, Arizona State really wasn't a good team last year. No, nah, they were just like state. So and I'll be honest with you guys, so far the pattern has been win loss, win loss, win, and that keeps up. <laughs> we're gonna beat you guys Tuesday. Yeah, so good. We need y'all the loss we need y'all to break the pattern again. <laughs> I feel like So we need right, to cheer for y'all we, this weekend. Y'all sweet this weekend. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I really Honestly, I really feel like this is the first test. I know you see Arizona State, and you think, "Oh, Arizona State." Barry I think Bonds, Spencer you know, Torkelson lately, great program. Yeah, yeah, but I really believe that USM is the first test on our schedule. Even though it's a midweek game, um, you guys have been pitching extremely well, from what I've seen. You know, you hit the ball really well this this in this midweek game. Uh, I'm looking forward to see how we fare, for sure, especially stacking up against the rest of the SEC going forward. Yeah, it's probably going to be, USM's probably the first team on our schedule who's going to make the NCAA tournament. I know Arizona yeah. State's currently 4-0, but A no doubt they haven't really played anybody. But yeah, I mean, Southern Miss is going to make the tournament. I mean, they're really good. And I just, personally, I think USM's going to win the game. Uh, probably similar score last year, seven to one, seven to two. Something so you think like it'll that. come down I'm either thinking. way you slice yeah, it. You it think sucks. it comes down to pitching? What pitching shows? Basically, do y'all get your pitching squared away or not? And then do we fare well against a against Silence a bigger hitters, offense? Yeah. Against an offense that's been offense. buzzing. Yeah, yeah. If you <clears throat> if you guys pitch it well, you'll win the game. Just flat out. Like if you guys pitch it well, you're going to win because. The pitch, state's pitching staff is going to give up some runs. That's what they've done all year. And then, well, I mean, I mean, three at least three. We haven't two had a game of, below three runs. I mean, so Southern well, can score three, and if they pitch it well, we'll score two I mean, or less. We're talking about two <laughs> out of two out of the five games now. I mean, you look at the other three games. You know, state give up two runs, three runs, and three runs. So I think it's more of a a managing the pick the pitching staff. Maybe. Right? But I also, I don't honestly don't know what to expect. I mean, I'll, basically my expectations for the Southern Miss game could change this weekend if Mississippi State goes out and beats Arizona State two out of three or sweeps them or something like that. It's because, fluid. Because it's hard for me to look at the first five games 
going three and two against VMI and ULM and, and have any inkling of like, oh yeah, we can go beat USM. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's fluid, guys. I, you know, we're giving you an, an assumption of who we think is going to be the the midweek starter for us. You know, if you face Durangelo, you're going to struggle in the first four to five innings. But uh, to be honest with you, I don't know who we're coming out the pen yeah. with. So it, it's just it, it's tough to give you a, a definite answer right now. It should be a good ball. I think game. you're right. I think it's going to be good either way. I, I don't think it'll be a seven to one game this year. I think, I think we may whoever wins is going to win by a run or two. I think it's going to be like a two run margin. I hope yeah. so. I mean, I, I really don't care because apparently we can't watch. Yeah, it. right. <laughs> we'll have to follow it on Twitter <laughs> or something. Yeah, it blows like my mind. Somehow it'll be on GameCast yeah. on ESPN, <laughs> but. Mm. Well, what's y'all's expectation for USM for this year? Do y'all? I mean, y'all, we're talking about you guys like being a, a a regional team or possible super regional team. What do you guys think? Like, are your expectations to host again, or are they just to make the tournament? Oh, one hundred percent to host thinking? again. Um, mine are. I'll be honest. I, think, I, uh, I hate to sound too over. Okay, I'm just gonna say I expect us to host a super in a in a re, in a regional. I do. I expect to host both oh, of them, and, yeah, and hopefully, think, let's go. So, uh, yes. you think a national seat? I, I expect or you think it to oh, be yeah, a national yeah. seat okay. if we handle business and do what we're capable of. It, 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 I, hang on, you're talking about a sixteen or no, he's saying, a top, he's eight. top eight? Are you? No, well, you know, does your schedule is your schedule difficult? I haven't looked at Ooh. it very hard much. Yeah, we're. Yeah, it's a top five. And if RPS we and if we handle our business sure. in the Sun Belt, I I do. I expect us to get up there and be able to host a regional and a super again, and hopefully we'll get through it this year and, and go to Omaha. That's right. the hope. Hey, are you guys are you guys uh coming to Mobile for South Alabama? Are y'all facing them down uh, here or in Hattiesburg? I haven't oh, looked that is. far ahead. Dang, nabbit. We ought to if if it's It'd in Mobile. Fun. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. We, we, we uh, uh just, just oh are you guys uh i think we were talking about before lane with uh chuckles here but is anybody uh are you planning on coming to pensacola no nah, i can't i can't get down there for it. Oh, <laughs> it's not a tartar thing it's other stuff yeah, i don't think we're gonna make it <laughs> <laughs> he's saving up his time for Look, baseball hey, i got you um you know they all talk about hosting and you know, regional, super regional, and beyond. How much does the name across the opposing opposition? How much does that mean to you guys? Because you you know, last year you you hosted mm-hmm. right, you hosted a regional, mm-hmm. and you had LSU across the other side. And I mean, you were playing with house money. Yeah, you needed one win, and and LSU snuck out of there with two. So what? How how are we feeling? Scott Barry says all the time, you know, uh, you've got to have a team across. LSU did. Hang on, LSU didn't sneak out. We won the regional. USM won that region. Yeah, USM won the regional. It was Ole Miss and the Supers. Ole Miss tight though. It was tight. Yeah, it was a good region. It was a good regional. It was fun to watch. Because we had to watch. We couldn't. Go ahead. You go first, Chuck, and then I'll talk about it. Else to watch. 
Well, no, I was just saying, you know, Scott Barry says all the time that it, it doesn't matter who's across the diamond. You got to have a team in the other dugout. So whether it's LSU or Lehigh State or, or you know, Ole Miss or Mississippi State or whoever, um, the, the goal is to win. So I, I don't care who we play. Um, you know, it always feels good to beat Ole Miss or to beat LSU. I mean, seeing Trey Morgan walk off our field sad made my heart sing a little bit. And I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I, it, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, you know, I don't think we need to have um, Notre Dame come to our regional or, or LSU come to our regional. Uh, I would love in a perfect world, speaking of petty, I would love for the Florida Gators. To oh my God! Regional, yes, <laughs> and us destroy a certain pitcher that they have. I would love that. I don't think you but, want that. But yeah. well, I'll, we'll I'll answer that too. A, I, you know, well, as only, far as the on. name on the on the shirt goes, it's not to me. It's not a intimidation factor with us, especially in baseball. Like it's not like we. Uh, I'll be honest, man. We we feel like we can play with anybody. We do, and we did last year. Especially and we did in baseball, last year. yeah. And like, there's not a. It, it wasn't a fear intimidation factor. It's a. For me, as a fan, like I think our players just play their game, no matter who's across the chest. But for me, as a fan, it is. So I grew up a Southern Miss fan, right? My my mom went to state. My dad went to Southern, and uh, my dad. He he got to me first and took me to some games. So I ended up being a Southern Miss fan my whole life. Grew up a. <laughs> I grew up a. I grew up a. Yeah, I grew up a Golden Eagle fan. And you know that's not really. I know you got you know being from Hattiesburg, you've seen a different side of it a little bit. But just growing up a Southern Miss fan in SEC country. I'll put it this way. I'm a kid, right? And I'm I'm like all about my team, idolizing my team and stuff. And growing up, all I heard was, who's your favorite team? Uh, Southern Miss. No, who's your favorite big team? Southern Miss. You know, they were like, well, no, like your team can't win a national championship. Who's your favorite team that plays for national championships? I'm Southern Miss. Like, you know, and it was just, that was it. And a lot of Southern Miss fans – either became Southern Miss fans by going to Southern Miss or were Southern Miss fans from the jump in an area of SEC country where that's not necessarily the most popular decision to make. And so we grew up kind of, you know, living in SEC country, making the not mo- not the most popular decision. We're seeing people choosing LSU left and right because of baseball, choosing Alabama left and right football. You know, like we grow up seeing that stuff. And uh, everybody kind of is like, well, y'all are never going to win at all. And so as a Southern Miss fan, you just grow up dreaming of the day where you do get to showcase your program on a national level. You know what I'm saying? Like we we fell in love with the place either – for me, I was mm-hmm. in fourth grade with my dad at a homecoming game at Southern Miss when I fell in love with it. And everybody's got that moment they fell in love with it, whether they were on campus there as a student or whether they chose to be a fan. And from that day forward, you made the decision to like the, the team that wasn't like the big-name team in the area. So you kind of you dream about the day where you get to showcase your team nationally. And so for me, that LSU regional – 
that's why we dogpiled at the end. That's why it was so intense the whole time against LSU because, you know, that's the team that we grew up yeah, here no and like, oh, For so sure. you don't like them? They're the ones that are going to win everything. And we, we've been dreaming on the day the whole time yeah. when we get to knock them off and show, no, we're here. And we finally got to do it. Yeah, and I yeah. wasn't I wasn't yeah, one of those screw LSU, man. I was <laughs> and unfortunately we ran into a on, unfortunately we ran into a red hot Ole Miss team and they got us, but Yeah, and we were yeah, definitely cheering for you there. But uh <laughs> but you know, like for me, it's as far as the name across the chest goes, it matters as a fan because because we want yeah, that national spotlight to be shown on the place we love. Like I still live in Hattiesburg, Chuck still lives sure, around this yeah. area. I mean, we just we bleed it, and it's our place. I mean, it's the same reason. Yeah, I mean, you want to knock off that team? That's what that's what I that's what I was gonna say, man. You know, in the past few years, you know, you've had several teams uh, outside of uh, the Vanderbilt Commodores in football. You Mm -hmm. know, be competitive with Alabama in football. And you know Mississippi State just for some reason hasn't. Yeah, we have not, and and, and I feel like it's because of yeah. that name across the chest, and so so that's why I brought it up. You know, it it not at all a dig it. it no, I mean at USM. I, yeah, honestly, I was, I was thinking about it earlier today because I I knew we'd be on with you guys. And I figured we'd be talking about like you know your fan choices and all, and I was just thinking you know. Because we caught flack for dogpiling a regional. We catch flack for little brother stuff and all that. No, well, screw that, like, man. We hear you all that stuff, but for us, that's why dog it is so it. big for the fan base is we want to showcase who we are nationally because we're used to being, oh, wait, so who do you really like, though? Like, who's your big team? Uh, No, that is our team, you know? And so yeah. that's kind of where we come from. So from a fan perspective, it absolutely matters, the name on the chest. But from a player perspective, man, I, I think those dudes, I think we got a really, really good coach who keeps them focused on what they're supposed to be on. And I think we got some dudes that are just, they're, it's a veteran team, and I think they just play their game, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, baseball is still a simple game. It's throw right. it, hit it, catch it. I mean, you you do that no matter who you're yeah. playing, and you've got a chance. Yeah, to win. and I I think there's yeah, some nothing. like Tanner Hall last year. You know, he said I want LSU, and that was mainly because LSU like didn't even look at Tanner Hall, and you know he grew up right around that area, and they never once looked at Tanner Hall. Yeah, so he had a chip, chip on his shoulder, shoulder, and he wanted to prove against LSU that they made a bad decision. Um, and they did. And Florida never and, once and looked we're, at we're another right, pitcher on our lineup until he got good, but we'll leave that where it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm look. <laughs> Petty baby, you know, I told you. Put it all out there for you fellas. Uh, <laughs> look, there's not a single SEC team that I don't dislike outside of probably Missouri. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Right, Caleb? Well, yeah, I mean, we've played them a few times. I mean, you go to Arkansas, and oh my God, the the battles on Twitter that you hear from those guys is just insane about the stadium That's probably arguments. My least favorite SEC baseball program is Arkansas, huh? Arkansas is probably my least favorite SEC baseball program. Well, their fans in general, they're worse than yeah. LSU. Unbearable. It's the, fan, it's the Twitter accounts and worse than LSU. Have you Facebook, been on Twitter? Not to look at Arkansas. They're, State they're and Arkansas and have a long-standing oh rivalry on Twitter. I've seen it. It's they? okay. It's pretty yeah, impressive as a third party to sit think... there and just watch. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> 
Dude, they think Bomb Stadium is just, they think it's it. I mean, I'm sure though, it's a nice place, but. Yeah, I mean, my God, I could probably take a dump on it. <laughs> I mean, if, there's no there, one, if they're resorting to stadium smack talk, then right. they don't have much else to talk about. Yeah, that, I mean, we have condos <laughs> in left field. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I don't know how sensitive of a topic that is for USM fans, <laughs> but. Yeah, we could we could go through all this. Probably Missouri is the only SEC team that I don't dislike, have a complete disdain yeah. for. Yeah. Um, Caleb, if you want to chime in. Maybe Kentucky. Kentucky probably... I enjoy playing Vanderbilt in football. No, I do not like Vanderbilt. <laughs> do Vandy. Not. I loathe Vanderbilt. Really? Is it the baseball situation? Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. For years, they've been... Cheating in baseball and the Vandy Whistler. Something I mean, close. come on, that is. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That's the really Vandy annoying. Whistler, the there are private institutions <laughs> so they can do whatever they want. Right. With scholarships. Yeah. I mean, I I cannot stand Vanderbilt. LSU is just Paul Marinari just crying about every <laughs> single call in the dugout. Do y'all feel? Uh, do y'all feel like NILs uh, going to change anything in college oh, athletics? I- Caden, I really don't think it's going to do much, especially. I, think, I mean, I think the I really people, think people that we're already anything. paying are going to do it publicly now. <laughs> but, right. Yeah, that's kind of where I am. I don't really think it's going to but separate I mean, anybody. I don't think it's going to allow. It's hard to though because like, know, it's the first crazy. year they in they get it going, you look at the entire squad. LSU goes out and buys like immediately, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "This is ridiculous." They're the New well, York yeah. Yankees. Have y'all seen the um the Jaden Rashad? Yeah, stuff? it's nuts. Like his he has a better the football guy, the quarterback. Uh-huh, he has a better million like, dollars contract than most people. He didn't see like, the most that, NFL right? players. He has a better contract than most of them. It's impressive. Right. Yeah, but I mean that dude was talking about making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a month as soon as he stepped on campus. Yeah, Makes him want to take my kid and go make him go run I mean, some laps about- around my house right now. No doubt. <laughs> right, buddy? I mean, you Get talk about... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I hate Auburn because of the Cam Newton situation, and my God, they paid like 200000 yeah. for him. And, and they got a national championship out of it. And we're throwing $13 million out there? That's it's crazy. insane, money, money make you funny. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. I think NIL plus transfer portal is a problem. I think it is. I can't stand it, man. I don't have You're a problem. Your own players. I don't have a problem with transfer around. portal. <laughs> don't really. I mean, nil. I don't yeah. have a terrible problem with it. But when you put them both together, to me, it creates just a system where you can, you know, I mean, a coach isn't supposed to go talk to a kid about nil deals. But I mean, who's policing that? You know, like, you know, to me, it just creates yeah. a system where. You know, like I said, we we saw something similar to that in Hattiesburg last year. We're just mm-hmm. you get a kid in there, he's a stud. Somebody makes a phone call, hey, we got this much money for you, transfer to us, and they just bought your kid. You know, like it's it just it's crazy. It's yeah. kind of free right. game at this point, man. Like you saw that UTSA coach um, put that tweet out there. You know, hey, and he even tagged the NCAA or added the NCAA at on Twitter, like, how do I get these guys to from Power Five conferences to stop contacting my kids? Like, it 
I mean, the transfer portal is the the bigger issue than NIL to me. I think you're point. right. Yeah, there. And, you know, we we love the transfer portal when it helps us, but when it hurts us, it's a uh, it's a beast. Oh yeah, it's all innocent when they're coming to Hattiesburg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. It's right. All right. Bring them yeah. in here. You know, the, the, I don't know what the, the minute is. one of them leaves yeah. us, oh, this is terrible. You know, we got to check into. We got to yeah. investigate that. So that's funny. Well, uh, guys, we appreciate y'all coming on, and everybody, if y'all get a chance to go to uh, Pearl and watch Mississippi State and Southern Miss play, do so. Um, uh, guys, will will any final thoughts or final statements from y'all? I just thanks for having us on. It was a lot of fun. Yep. Hopefully, we can do this again Absolutely, in the football man. season. And I look it up. I don't know. Like I said, I had a chance to look it up. If you guys are coming to get the chance to come to Mobile or something for a, a US, yeah. USA series or something, just uh, hit us up and we'll uh, maybe hang out, grab a That's beer. That's awesome, man. We'll definitely, if y'all ever come to Hattiesburg, want to come to the Pete on a Saturday or Sunday, let us know, man, and we'll get you tickets. You got to wear black so and gold, though. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You got to cheer for the black and gold. I mean, I have a black shirt that says state. Hey, well, Flip it inside hey, look, out. People wear state shirts. <laughs> Flip it time, inside so. out. I'll blend yeah. in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, family, guys, if y'all have any Mississippi <laughs> State fans in your in your family, you know, everybody's got that black sheep in their family. Um, get them to go check out Caden Caleb on another. Uh, what's the name of the podcast again? Another Mississippi State podcast. Right. Where can they find that at? Is it? We've got it on iTunes and Spotify. iTunes and Spotify. So go check them out. These guys got a lot of insight. And as you can tell, they're pretty funny. So uh, I've listened to them several times and laughing going down the road. So y'all go check them out. Lane, do you have any final thoughts, man? No, man. Just hope I'm happy after Tuesday. Right. (laughs) I hope I'm happy and I hope Caleb and uh, Kate are not. So, yeah. Right. Y'all have a good yeah, week. A Y'all have a good week, except here. for Tuesday. Uh, That's all I got to say. Right. Yeah. yeah. There you go. We hope y'all for this uh, weekend. Appreciate y'all dogs. coming yeah. on, though. For real, man. It was fun. Hey, and, and like I say at the end of every Mississippi State episode, Ole Miss sucks. Hey, hey, hell, Ole Miss. Miss. We can we can get along with that. Yeah. We can, There's always yeah. some common ground to be found somewhere. Always. I'm always glad, in the middle man, because you know I've got a few friends that are. Kind of on the fence, but my God, those old Miss fans. Right, I'm telling you, man. Jesus. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for having us. Don't want to keep you any longer. Right, thanks, Caden and Caleb. Uh, the Brown brothers, not the Bash brothers. They're the Brown brothers. Thanks, uh, Lane, for staying awake the entire time. I made time. it. We appreciate I made that. it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, thanks for Pate for uh, making us sound and look good. And uh, as always, Southern Mist to the to top. The top. Thank you for checking out the Everyday Eagles podcast, the podcast for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. Be sure to subscribe and follow our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and share this podcast with a fellow Golden Eagle. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Everyday Eagles Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Everyday underscore Eagles. To learn more about the podcast or to inquire about being a guest on the show, visit our website at edepodcast.com. Thanks again for joining us today. We will catch you next time on the Everyday Eagles Podcast. 
And as always, Southern Miss to the top. <laughs>